Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. This is, is Kicking It with Kenny Thomas. Thomas. Brought to you by Capital Ford on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. No football. Well, I mean, Senior Bowl football and Pro Bowl games this weekend. It's all hoops, good ball, and, and, and dude, there's good golf this weekend, too. Pebble Beach. Kenny Thomas is a golfer. Oh, uh, Jeff Simbiata is a golfer. You watch a little Pebble Beach? Did you watch it? Oh, not yet, but, but I will. It's starting today. my favorite. JJ knows why it's my favorite tournament to watch. Because that, that's the, I think it's the, well, I played um, one other course that they play on, but I played Pebble Beach. And so I remember in my mind where I hit it on Ooh. each of those holes. Right. I only played it one time. Ooh, I haven't. No, done pe- it. Look, I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Of all the things I've done, that's the like one of the things that exceeded expectations. You know, yeah. things don't live up to it. Pebble Beach was unbelievable. Oh, I bet it was. I shot a 41 on the front. <laughs> yeah, right, And Jeff. then shot an 89 overall. Whatever. I blew up on the back. I, no, believe, I, look, I, I believe you. My knees would have been shaking just in general, just being out there on it, Pebble it, it, Beach. It's crazy. Bro. You stand on 18 with the water on the left. It, it's insane. <laughs> Kenny Thomas is here. We're kicking it with Kenny. It is the former Lobo great, 11-year NBA veteran. And entrepreneur excellence here in the <laughs> What's good? You good? What haven't you done as far as anything sports-wise, man? Lot. No, there's a, there's still a lot on my list, man. There's still mm-hmm. a lot on the list. Um, but, I mean, I've never been to the Masters. I've never been there. I've met Tiger in person. How was that? Was he good? It was at the Wells Fargo Championship in yeah. um, Charlotte, North Carolina. Was he cool? Yeah, nah, I mean, it, it was it was one of those quick, yeah. hi, hey, what's, what's up? up? <laughs> right. Sign this. It's Tiger Woods, man. No, I get it. He's like Michael Jordan. It's like one of those things is like when I was playing against Mike when he was a owner player for the Wizards and I developed the courage because the game was over at the free throw line, like to ask Mike, yo, can I get your shoes? And, and you know that MJ smile he just gave me, right? He didn't even he didn't even effing answer me, man. It, so the answer was no. No, you got no shoes. I you got nothing. Got laces. He gave me the, <laughs> no. He gave me that MJ smile. I'm like, bro, hey, you can keep that, you, you, you punk. <laughs> yeah, but I said that in my head, you know. I, know I, you did. that I know you did. And it's been 20 years later. You finally got it out. Yeah, it's good. Just now. I know. I know. That's good. That's what we're here for. <laughs> Um, all right, rough one at the pit on Wednesday night. Um, it was Wednesday, right? Yes, it was Wednesday all right, night. So it, I, I want to put this into perspective, right? And, and it was interesting. I don't know if you heard yesterday. We have Jerry Palm. He's a CBS Sports Bracket. I heard. And, and he said, it didn't knock him out, but they got. He, he said they're home court heroes, and when you lose at home, it hurts. They have sure. nothing to fall back on. Meaning, A, and we'll get into what happened, but our big picture, um, it's a tough loss. It doesn't knock you out. But no. they, they're going to have to get one or two good wins on the road in February. Yeah, I was just over at uh, Borellos today. Just came. It's Friday. Wait, uh, Friday meeting group with the fellas. Um, we were talking about that at the table, and um, I think they really got to win three, maybe. Three of those four? Uh, like yeah, because Reno, see, JJ even agrees with me because they're on the road, and obviously they started out the season bad on the road. But you come home and you 
you have a great stance at home, but it just got blown up the other night, and it was totally unexpected. But when we did the postgame show before the Boise State game, I said Boise State is a team that plays very slow, and they're very smart, and they play very well, and they took care of the ball where the Lobos pretty much excel in the passing lanes, getting out in transition. All of that was shut down. When you lose... I'm just going to say, I don't remember how many categories it was, but there's a lot. It's probably like 15. When you lose 13 out of 15 categories, offensive rebounds, points in the paint, turnovers, turnovers you can't win. You Boise can't. State always plays well here. They always do. They always oh, play wow. well in the pit. And, and look, here's the deal. If, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not telling you I think they're going to lose in, in Laramie on Tuesday. All right? I'm, I'm not telling you that. But that's a tough spot. If they lose in Laramie on Tuesday, all of a sudden it gets tight. Of course. Very. And then you got Wyoming that's five and three. And they're playing some good basketball. They got two guards that can go that's averaging like 13 and like 15 points right now. And they got a forward that's playing some pretty good ball. So if if Washington, not Washington, if Wyoming comes in and they really scouted the Boise State game, you got to implement some of the same things if you can. And that's... A thing, too, if you're in New Mexico, you play 22 games a season. Yeah. But yet you, you saw a game against Boise State where maybe there's still some deficiencies. How much can you adjust or learn this far into the season? Because one of the things that stood out is the, the execution in half-court sets. When this team's not yeah. playing fast, what do they do when the game is slowed down a little bit? I think they've been doing a great job of more pick and rolls. Uh, when I started coming on the show and doing the post-game show, I figured more pick and roll action, you cannot guard it. Um but when you have a team that knows, hey, the Lobos are not that great from behind the perimeter, right? And wh- what do we want them to do? So Boise State came out topping, knocks down two threes, right? That's great. Those are bonuses. Not that he can't shoot it, but you got to expect the guards to be able to knock down shots. If they're not knocking down shots, you still got to be able to penetrate the gaps in a 1-3-1, one, one, and then it's going to open up something else. Just because you're on the three-point line, and, and I think this is the old-school mentality that I probably have, you don't necessarily have to shoot a three to get yourself going. Like, put the ball on the floor. Mid-range shots are some of the highest percentage mm-hmm. shots in basketball outside of a layup. So I, I think the Lobos played a great game, actually. They just couldn't knock down shots. Kenny Thomas is in. It's kicking it with Kenny, the former Lobo. Great. We're talking about... Last Wednesday's game against Boise State, and what's coming up next? Yeah, you, you score 78 points at home. You end up giving up 86, and, and it's what you mentioned. You know, this UNM team has been so good about attacking them, passing lanes, speeding opponents up, and, and turning them over. They couldn't do that against Boise State. Yeah. What, what do you see on the flip side about that, the half-court defense when you have to defend on those longer sets for you? The Lobos half-court defense? Yeah. I mean... Not not that the Lobos are not a great defensive team because Patino's hit that uh, last year. He said, hey, we need to get better. Uh, this year, they've obviously have gotten better. You got the bigs playing the passing lanes outside of the backcourt. Um, I feel like the backcourt played a pretty good game. Yes. Dan obviously went off last game. And, and I think, I think Mashburn had about 14, 15 points. That's a great game. But... When you have a guy in house that goes one for eight, you don't expect him to do that. But he had seven rebounds. That's huge. And Boise State came out and beat the Lobos on the offensive end 
and the defensive end when it came to the backboard. Yeah, House was one for eight from three-point land, two for 15 from the field. Just a, a rough night. And then you got a guy on the other side that's going off. And, in uh, like, you, you've seen it in the NBA. You've seen it in college basketball. Yeah. Max Rice was, was silly. Yeah. Like, like silly. Do, do you just tip your hat and say, because I, I agree with you. I don't think they played horribly. Yeah. Now, they lost. And, and they, there, there were areas where you say, all right, they got out-rebounded. They, they've got to shoot better. Um, defensively, they didn't turn Boise State over. And I give Boise State a ton of credit on yeah. that. But what are you doing? Dude's going off like that. I mean, it, you've been there. Like you, so, you see, you see body language. Dudes just drop their heads. Like damn. Yeah. And 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 when guys drop their head, it's the the thing about Rice. He was making, he made two or three shots down the stretch that were buzzer beaters. Right at the end of the right. Shot. So you can't you, you can't you can't be mad at that. I mean, he's a great shooter. That's what shooters do, especially when you get it going. You keep shooting the ball regardless. And you talk about the Lobos from the standpoint of them being efficient. I feel like they were very efficient. But when you're in the last, like, two, three minutes of the game, or a little less than that maybe, you can't go two or three possessions. I think it was three possessions without even a shot attempt. And you're playing at home. So... You can't blame Patino like that. Obviously, Patino might take some of that, right? It but always does, it's, it's always on the players to a certain extent because you got to execute. Right. He's Kenny Thomas. And uh, it, it, and I want to talk to you about going on the road. Um, if there was a knock on Dave Bliss's teams and your teams, it was it was the road, right? It, w- it was going on the road and, yeah. and the struggles. And look, back then, it was Thursday, Saturday, you would go on those road trips. you go to BYU on Thursday, Utah on Saturday. you go to Wyoming on Thursday. you go to Colorado State on Saturday. It's broken up, and it's different now. But going on the road, you, you look at the next the next four. They're in Laramie on Tuesday to play Wyoming. They come home and play a UNLV team who beat them soundly. Yeah. Then they go to Reno and San Diego. Okay, so three of the next four are tough spots. I, I I've asked. I may have even asked you this before. It, it it it's it's the same size court, same rims. College basketball to me is the biggest home court advantage. Period in sports. Yeah. Right. It, it, it's the arenas. It's the altitude. It's the people. What is it that makes going on the road so insanely difficult? One, it's about where you're going. And 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 I think mentally now with me being older when I was younger, I think mentally it was like, huh, we're, 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 we're the better team. Yeah, We're supposed to go in here and win this game. And what do you do naturally? You let your guard down. You don't come out like with the same energy you would when I was playing in front of 18,000 people a night, I don't care if we were playing. Uh, yeah, you have a bad day. You come down the ramp, there's 18,000 yeah. people. Boom, you're on. You can't have a bad day. Yeah. Like that instant rush is there, right? When you go to like a place like Wyoming, you got to you, you gotta get up. And there won't be a lot of people there. It's going to be no. Tuesday night, and there'll be about 4,000 people. Terrible, really gloomy. Yeah. They're brown and gold colors. The energy, <laughs> the vibe, it just happens. And, and, I, and I think I lost down there. I lost the Air Force. Uh but it, it it just happens, and and you have to get off to a good start because the way Wyoming is playing right now, five and three, yeah. and, and and they're playing some good ball, and they just beat Colorado State, I think, in yeah. overtime the yeah. other night. Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Not just you know the mindset on the road, but playing the game of basketball. It's you know there's a bunch of cliches for a reason, and basketball being a game of runs, just being able to handle things in the moment, not yeah. knowing that a coach can't call timeout after every possession, but being able to be on the floor as a team and, and handle those runs that go against you that are ultimately going to come. 
Yeah. And again. I mean, that that's a great subject because runs, uh, that's a part of any sport, yeah. I think. It momentum. just happens, momentum. right? And momentum and the energy, all of that, all of that comes into play. The Boise State game, okay, I was like, okay, uh, they're up 10. The Lobos, right? In the beginning, I think. And then next thing you know, here we are. Boise State's going to go on a run. And I think the Lobos were trying to do certain things and pressing too much from the standpoint of, hey, we got to get out and run. We need to do what we're supposed to be doing. But the ultimate thing when it came to what Boise State did, Tyson, they had the big fella bringing up the ball. And I think that even slowed up things even more. And you didn't have House or Dent on the ball as far as uh, picking up uh, as far as pressure is concerned. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to switch over to the NBA. I'm, I'm really interested in, in your thoughts <laughs> on, on some of the big stuff in the NBA. Um, and and we'll, we'll get Kenny, and Kenny played 11 years in the National Basketball Association. Can't and, believe it sometimes. Yeah. It, why? It doesn't seem real oh, sometimes. Okay. I mean, I knew, I knew you could do it. I was like, <laughs> you can I do it. You can, you can do it. Um, Tyrese Halliburton came out this week and kind of complained a little bit about the 65-game rule that to be eligible for All-NBA, which means bonuses, to be eligible for MVP. Should you have to work three quarters of your work days? We'll talk to Kenny and his (laughs) thoughts on it and uh, other stuff about all the offense in the NBA. It's kicking it with Kenny on the opening drive. Jeff Sambietta, J.J. Buck on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The... Sports. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's yeah, safe. I can't wait. This is. I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Animal. Kicking it with Kenny here on the Sports Animal, former Lobo great, 11-year NBA superstar, entrepreneur, entrepreneur. Kenny Thomas is with us here in studio. Um, big day for another former Lobo today, huh? Tony Snell. So he's got nine years in the NBA, and, and you were just talking about, uh, so at 10 years, you get your pension, you get medical and dental and all that covered for the rest of your life. And you guys were saying that Tony needs to be signed today, right? Today's the deadline for him to hit that 10th. I guess it could happen next year too, right? But but for him to get credit for this year, uh, it, it's it's a big that's a big deal, isn't it? Yeah, it is because I got 11, and once you get 10, you get everything. Yeah. Your, your, your pension is totally separate from... Your supplement benefit plan, which is the a big supplement deal. benefit plan, is on the medical side, and then when it, which is also on top of your insurance. That's beautiful. So I get my insurance. My kids are taken care of when it comes to insurance, um, basically forever to a certain extent. And I dental, dental is not one of those things, but this is where the supplement benefit plan comes in to be able to cover the cost if you have to come out of pocket. So you, deal, so you don't have to come out of pocket. Now, Tony made about yeah. $50 million playing basketball, right? But still, I mean, you made a bunch of money playing basketball too, but all those things are, they, they're, it's a big deal. Yeah, it, yeah, man, of course, because the the NBA player or the typical player in college, you're, you're, you're a commodity, right? Yeah. Like you're, you're a piece of meat. And, and, but at the same time, you're going out there and trying to, perfect your craft and to be playing at a high level 
obviously if if you want to be able to receive benefits and everything like that forever you have to be able to keep playing so i think it's more like if he doesn't get signed today it's like a year's gone by right and then it's not like it can't happen the following year but out of sight out of mind and the revolving door is always happening new players coming in and players going out all right i want to get into this a little bit with you um nba stuff so Tyrese Halliburton is is a really good player. He was hurt this year, and there's there's a new rule, and and the rule was implemented in response to load management, where players were were missing a lot of games, yeah. and and it it was diluting the product. The television partners were upset, the fans were upset. So you have to play sixty five of eighty two games to get into um, consideration for postseason awards to be all NBA. And, yeah. and if you're all NBA, then you, you are eligible for a super max. Tyrese Halliburton could be all NBA, could be $40 million more yeah. to him. It basically is a bonus. And he says, it's a stupid rule that you have to play three quarters of you work, three quarters of your work time. Yeah. Um, I equated it earlier. If an NFL player has a target, if you rush for 1200 yards, you get bonus. Yeah. You're hurt for four games and you only get to 1120. You don't get bonus. Um, where where you come out on this? I mean, when when I when I signed my big contract in Philadelphia, um, my first year, I my my bonus was the average ten rebounds. So that was more of an incentive thing, right? So after I got to ten, it would go up to eleven, twelve. I never passed ten. My first year, I I got the double double. So I, I I totally get it. I I totally get it from the standpoint of that's money. You know, it's there. You have an opportunity to be able to to get it and. Um, he's making almost sixty million a year, right? He just signed a big contract, a and, year, and with the salary cap being a hundred and thirty, hundred and thirty-five million now, um, <coughs> fans are coming out to see these guys play. Period, man. And the tickets are not cheap. So, like when Charles Barkley said that, I, I totally agree. Like, play if you can, and and. Does it come down to it's always one of those guys that's the top guy that's always sitting out? You never see any of the other guys sitting out to a certain extent, or you don't hear about it. You don't it. hear about it. Yeah. But if you're hurt, you're hurt. But And that's a bummer, dude. It, 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 if you're hurt, you're hurt, and that's that, that's an offshoot of this this rule. But if if you're hurt, you're still getting your salary. You're still, in this case, yeah. getting your almost $60 million. You're not getting bonus if you don't play three quarters. $60 million. I know. I, look, to me, it's not like I don't know what the problem is. If you don't play games, you shouldn't be an all NBA player yeah. because we're just going to sit here and it's easy. You could be like, oh, Joel Embiid, we think he's the best center in the league. But LeBron if you play still, half the season, yeah, yeah. you can't just hand him an MVP because you think he's the best center. There's an element of your performance to all this. I like it. I like it. You have to pay a certain yeah. amount of games, period. And you're making money and you're in your commodity and you're supposed to come out and you got to perform. For everybody. And guys were, you got you to gotta think about it, like guys that were hurt, they were just getting in the All-Star game just because of their names to yeah. a certain extent, right? So then here you are, that's more bonus money for the actual individual. But now I, I, I like it because you're giving guys that are actually playing consistently throughout the year that's not a superstar, they might get an opportunity to be a reserve. So that's that's my take on it a little bit. I, and you know, one of the things we've talked about a lot too is just the outrageous, not just team scoring, 
but player scoring yeah. in the NBA. It's 70-point games, 60-point games. Well, the NBA is noticing, and Joe Dumars actually had a comment on Wednesday. He said um, it's just where the game is today that they're not worried that anything's wrong with it. It's just kind of an offensive time. Yeah, we we I think we've spoken about this before, and the league, Steph, I think Steph Curry came in and changed that to where points, 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 and everybody's shooting deep threes. People are starting to shoot threes from half, half I mean, from half court. Uh, um, Dame Lillard, uh, those guys are setting a different tone, and this league is about offense. And you got Joel Embiid, that's a center, scoring seventy points and. 30-something, like 36 minutes. That's insane. And he's big and he's slow. So it's one of those things. He's he's very efficient, and the game is just evolving. Did uh, Lakers beat Boston last night without LeBron and he Anthony did. Davis? In Boston? In Boston. Oh. Uh, I, so on the road, without AD, without LeBron, they went in and... and Beat Boston. Yeah, so, see, this is exactly what we were talking about, right? It's like Wyoming and the Lobos. You go in there and you're the Lakers. You're expecting <clears throat> to actually not win, and then you come out, and then you you end up playing some great ball. But Boston, they obviously looked down be- on them because AD and LeBron was out. Austin Reeves, the superstar, went for 32. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I So this is crazy, and, and I'm waiting for the take the, and the call. Oh, see, the Lakers are better without AD and LeBron. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's not. Really and, and by the way, Boston Tatum played thirty-seven minutes. Porzingis played. Drew Holiday played. Yeah. White played. I mean, they they Jalen Brown played. Like that's the classic. You just think you're rolling out the ball and you're going to win. That and game. sometimes these just happen. They just do. Like sometimes there's a blowout. Um, I think early in the season you saw Boston losing by like forty or I mean like thirty to San Antonio like or something, time or right? something like that. I don't know which. which I think it was it was against a bad team, a horrible team. It I think it was San Antonio happens. during the losing yeah. streak, and it was on national TV. And then you got Miami that was on a seven game losing streak, and the Kings are on the road right now, and they've been playing some good ball. And then they and then the Kings go and lose to Miami and Miami. Yeah, you never know, man. One of the things that's we haven't talked about them yet. But the New York Knicks. Now, they not Julius Randle's going to miss yeah. two to three weeks. But Jalen Brunson just continues to ball. Had 40 points last night. They beat the Pacers 109-105. Are, are, can they win the Eastern Conference? Like, can they be an Eastern Conference Finals team? Well, when it comes to the East, you never know what's going to happen. you got those three to four teams that are typically up there. Now you got the Knicks that are playing some great ball. I played against Brunson's dad in the NBA, Rick, and great, great guard. And obviously, his son has evolved into the player that he is today. The nice thing about it is, when when he came out of Villanova, he was the he was the star, right? And then you come to the Knicks and you develop in being that go to guy. When you when, when you're able to do that and carry it over, I feel like you have so much more confidence, and I feel like his confidence is just growing. All right, what do you got going on? So I think the Knicks could possibly. Be in the top two, top three, and contest the Western And meanwhile, Conference. Milwaukee hasn't won yet with Doc Rivers as a head coach, have they? Yeah, that's yeah, that's interesting. I mean, um, <laughs> uh, what do I have going on? You got a wine tasting coming up? Uh, yes, 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 my guy. Yeah, uh, at the pit, UNLV this coming Saturday. Uh, Next Saturday, week from tomorrow. Yeah, week from tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, see, that's what I'm is, here for. That's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what I'm here for. 
it's uh, against UNLV. I think it's on the 10th, uh, 6 o'clock game. I will be up in the club level area doing a wine tasting of my wine. Come up there and try it out. All right. It's good to see you. We'll uh, catch you Tuesday here, and then yes, you'll sir. be on post game with Brandon over on News Radio KKB after the Lobos in Wyoming next Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. All right. When we come back, I am an a-hole, says our text line. <laughs> no, I mean, Why? it says it a couple times. I've been, I've been called an a-hole a couple oh, times. I'll, 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 I'll tell you why. It's next. It's the opening drive on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal home for Super Bowl 58. All right, it was good to catch up with Kenny, man. I, I, I really enjoy it. Um, guys, <laughs> good stuff and interesting stuff. And I mean, y'all hate. Well, I should say y'all. What one dude certainly does not like me. Um, here on the uh, text line five zero five two four six zero six ten. The text line and the phone line. Jeff Sambietta, JJ Buck. We were talking a little bit earlier about the prop bets on Taylor Swift. Uh, one one texter says they literally show her for a total of thirty seconds on the entire broadcast. Their complaints say a lot more about them. Than it does about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I I, I agree with that. I, I just I don't I get it. And then there's uh and then there's this. They're not allowed to be in a sports book. They're not allowed like NFL employees are not allowed to to gamble at all. Period. Um and so this is all from the same number. It says quite annoyingly the NFL prohibits team employees from betting on sports while it makes boatloads of money through gambling companies and pushes it through partners, including the media. The NFL should allow betting by its employees, provided it not be events they are directly involved in, although the Fab Five at Michigan under Steve Fisher skewing point results on games they played in. Okay? Um, I'm going to disagree because I can see the problem there. <laughs> if, if, even if you're not directly involved, you, you played for uh, – I, I played for the Browns now, but I played for um, – I played for the Rams, and they're playing this weekend in the playoffs, and my best buddy's their left tackle, and he's hurt, and I know he's out, and he's telling me the quarterback may not play, and I've got inside information. Right? And that, that, there's nothing annoying about it. The NFL's making money. That money then filters down through the, the system to everyone else who's working in the NFL. And if you are desperate to bet on sporting events, then leave the NFL yeah. or leave whatever it is. It's, it's not that hard to wrap your head around. So the same uh, phone number then says, Jeff says there's no football this weekend. Who cares what Jeff says? Again, the idiotic a-hole, but it doesn't say a-hole. The idiotic Mm. a-hole Jeff says people hate the successful while stating he needs help understanding matters around him, all while the very limited Jeff dismisses due criticism of the successful. Yet the ultimate annoyance is, that is KNML Jeff, is... He stupidly and quite a holedly is that a word? Uh, states the same BS argument of his every three weeks or so. The world needs less Jeff S. Okay? It, 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 the beauty is... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Look, I, I, I told you, I'm not going to run from any of this. I'm going to read them if you, if you, if you uh, send them to me. I'm not going to run from criticism of me. So I'm, I'm stupid. I'm an a-hole. I... Uh, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiotic. I'm stupid. I'm an a-hole. I'm limited. That's a lot of criticism uh, from someone who limited. texts every single day and listens every day. I hope he has a diary. <laughs> I, look, I that 
I'm not going to run from it. It's there. Which 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 uh, argument do I state every every three weeks or so? And 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 how did I? Oh, I so I dismissed. No, this is really isn't that a lot? <laughs> dismissed due criticism of the successful. So sometimes you're not aware. You you lose self awareness. I'm I'm leaning on you guys. Help me get better. Where do we? Do, where do I? They say we. Where do I dismiss the due criticism of the successful? If I have a differing opinion of this texter, I am let me let me let me run through the whole thing. I'm I- ignorant. I'm an idiotic a hole. Um, I am very limited. I am. I, I'm stupid. I'm a holedly. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? I, I can write a song, by the way. That should I put that on my bio? I'm just wondering about the new word where he came up with that one, but yeah, that sounds like a bio. I, th- I think yeah, no, I'll put it on my bio. Little yeah, little ghostwriter action. Yeah. So thank you to the the texter on that. Yeah, no, no, thank you for participating. We appreciate it, and thank you for making the show better. <laughs> um, all right, Dan says Lady Lobos win? Question mark? Question mark? Jeffrey Juan Jose and Daniel Chris D E N E A L. You like that one? Daniel Chris. Oh, you're shaking. All right. It's too bad Bradbury didn't play the kind of non-conference schedule to make this game really meaningful, says Dan. How do you feel about that? What do you? They didn't play a hard non-conference schedule. They weren't expecting to be in this position right now. Yeah. If they would have, they would have lost those games in non-conference play. The team wasn't ready to go then. They're not the same type of team they are now. And it is so hard in women's basketball to crack that at largeness like that especially we, we talk about league. the yeah. gaps yeah. Yeah. in in athletics it is unbelievable the gaps when it comes to trying to be an at-large team from a non-power conference in women's college basketball. yeah i i think and we've watched that right yeah. i mean i don't know what the numbers are like if this team when you look at the covid year on the road where they won the mountain west regular season title essentially playing more road games than anyone in the nation. Yeah. And they they go to Las Vegas, they lose in Las Vegas, yeah. but then they can't even get a sniff in the NCAA tournament. Would, and that would have been a year, right? Like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Mike says, uh, Jason and Jerome have been very quiet lately. Jeff Alou, it's from Mike. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, look, um, uh, New Mexico State, those are the two, uh, well, two, not the two, two New Mexico State uh, supporters, um, New Mexico State won last night. They beat Liberty in overtime. Um, they're nine and one at home. Their only loss was that one point loss to the to the Lobos. Um, but that's not the headline coming out of the seventy nine seventy three overtime win. The headline is the national story is that their forward Robert Carpenter got thrown out of the game for throwing a punch and hitting Shiloh Robinson of Liberty in the face. I mean, square like wound up, and and slugged and and like like slugged the dude in the in in the face and dropped him, just dropped him. And Richie McKay charged out the Liberty head coach. I mean, he was choked, and he should have been. Jason Hooten is uh, New Mexico State's coach. Said he's a really good kid, but he said there's no room, no room for that at all. Jason Hooten also said that's not the way we're going to do things here at New Mexico State University. My rule is he won't play on Saturday. Yeah. 
And I'm going to guess that the league is going to have a little say in beyond Saturday. They might. What, what, what do you think? I mean, no, no, no. The, the, that's a flagrant two. For winding up, the, there's no this was a basketball move, this happens. For a dude just winding up and punching a dude in the face in the middle of play. I, and and I'm not hating on New Mexico State. No, dude, just punched the guy. There cannot straight up. There's got to be more than one game. It, it wasn't some like just jolting out right. forearm, weird spinning back fist. You right hook. All right, you're, you're the commissioner. What do you games, give? Absolutely, like two, three games. This is three least. games. Yeah, at least, man. This is a three game suspension. You you can't punch a dude in the face. Have you seen it yet? Have you looked at it? I have actually, and the way he casually just ran back to play defense, <laughs> I like nobody saw it. He, he, yeah, like like nobody saw it. Like he might have gotten away with it, and then of course they blow the whistle right away. But I I don't really know how they they hand out punishments in the NCAA. But when I see that, I I I see a player who shouldn't be playing the rest of the season. So you think the whole? I I, I don't have a huge problem with that. I I just I mean he just cold cocked that guy. That that's all right. Here, that's here's one where I'm going to tell you institutionally, and and, and while. I will absolutely acknowledge that Robert Carpenter, the, per, the player who threw the punch, had nothing. He wasn't at New Mexico State last year, nor was the head coach, Jason Hooten. But because of what this conjured up in the national conversation, because, and, and, and you can tell me he's, he's a victim of circumstance, but he created this circumstance, right? JJ, because of what they went through last year, you almost have to internally come down a lot harder. Yes. You flat out have to say, we are not doing that here, and you're out for and, and something significant. And does it hurt your basketball team? It does. And you're in third place in your conference, and it sucks. Dude did this to himself. He, I, th- there's no one else to blame. And I understand that n- neither he nor this coaching staff nor anybody on the basketball program was here last year and had anything to do with it. But that's the program that got shut down because of all those hazing allegations. You have got to, at the top, I, I, I this is where, the more I've thought about it this morning, you, you've got to make a statement, man. We are not yes. playing this game. We are, something serious has to come down here, right? Multiple game suspension for punching a dude in the face on the basketball court. Can't do it. 505-246-0610. And Aggie fan, I'm listening to you too. Like, where, where are you on this? Certainly very quiet. But if you're an Aggie fan, like you're just as a fan, you're throwing your hands up going, really, dude? I know. Like, because all it does is stir up everything else. I know. I know. But that's part of the story for a headline like this. Oh, and by the way, this was a team that last year, here's what they went. And through. you're starting to move past it, right? I mean, you're literally starting to move past it. That's not the first thing that you think of with Aggie basketball right away. Ron, <laughs> Ron sent me a... a, a uh, email. He says, Jeff, is that your uh, on that texter, Jeff, is that your ex-significant other? Maybe. Who sent those texts? Maybe. Or maybe it's someone I, I, I don't even know. I, I, I don't... I mean, whatever. The dude was probably a beast on the middle school playground for cut-down contests. What a tool. Okay. Uh, Gene, you want to talk about the Aggies. Good morning, Gene. You're on the Sports Animal. Morning, how you doing? Good, how you doing? So, my take on it is is, is, is it's not going to stop on a one-game suspension. It's going to continue on. Yes. I, I say they hit them with, you know, a complete season. 
You know what I mean? And 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 maybe it'll stop. Maybe these guys will stop taking advantage of you know going out there and just throwing blows. So the rest of the season, or like a complete season, like until this point next year. To this point next year. Wow. Okay. So you're saying a full yeah. year. All right, Gene. Appreciate you. I, I mean, that's the only way it's going to stop, man. Yeah. No. That. That's. I mean, that's. He does continually. You know. Yeah. No. That's harsh. Um, appreciate you. So does, does it matter if if he's a first time offender? Has done anything in the past? I mean, coach says he's a good kid. Fran Fertilli used to say that all the time. Oh, he's a great kid. If you only knew, right? I don't feel that strongly because that is straight up sins of the past. I'm saying, well, we have to make an example out of this player because of yeah. what all those other players did, and none of those people are still at the university or with the program. Rudy, good morning. You're on the Sports Animal. Hello, Rudy. Hello. Um, I got that same thing you got, Jeff. Yeah, uh, smooth jazz voice. Smooth voice. Yeah. I'm, I'm now uh, <laughs> FM DJ. Late night now. Get close. <laughs> I don't know time. what this stuff is that's going around, but it knocked me for a loop. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know what the proper punishment is, but it keeps happening at New Mexico State. That's the issue. Yeah, but it's hard for me to blame administration for a guy swinging and taking a shot at a guy on a basketball court. Um, and and oh. it felt, you know, everything I've heard, Jason Hooten's recruited the right kind of kid and, and doing things the right way, and and then this happens. And so I, I don't know enough about this young man. I don't know Robert Carpenter at all, other than you know I know where he played. And um, but it's hard for me to you know blame the athletic director for a dude swinging and taking a punch on a basketball court. Oh, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the whole atmosphere of that program. Yeah. This keeps happening, whether yeah. it's the administration or not, whether it's kids you're bringing in or not, whether Carpenter's a good kid or not. He's a good kid. You don't punch somebody. Fair enough. That's there's there's no place for that. I mean, after the Rudy Tomjanovich Kermit Johnson debacle, I don't know if you remember that one. A lot of people out there aren't old enough to remember that one. But Kermit Washington. Kermit Washington. Yeah. Kermit Washington, excuse me. Tom Janovich almost died. Yeah, dude. dude no, Kermit Washington broke his face. Kermit Washington literally yeah. broke his face. Yes. Ended and his know, career. It's funny. Rudy was uh, coaching for the Houston Rockets, and I went down there to see Kenny play a game, and I'm at practice, and you could just see his face. It looked like somebody had just taken a tire iron to it. So no, he did. You, you, there's, there's no place for that in basketball. Um, it's, it's a rough enough game, and to sucker punch a guy like that, I, I don't know. Maybe the rest of the season. Regular season um, or the full thing, season? Regular season, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, one thing's for certain, they got to come down hard on this. Yeah. Because now the reputation of the university is really starting to suffer. No, that's right. Because it keeps happening. And that's why I think internally, yeah. the, you know, the one game and Jason said he's not playing on Saturday, that, and that's fine after the game. Um, I, I, I kind of feel they got to come out today and say, and it's not really their M.O. to get out in front of these things, but... You know, it's like, yeah, that's unacceptable. He feels horrible about it, and and it's out of character, but he's out for three games, or he's out for the rest of the regular, whatever. One game is pretty insufficient on this. And, um, by the way, get out to the game Saturday if you want to see some basketball. I've been uh, really interested to see this game coming up, and with UNLV losing at home, you know that we're going to get their best shot Saturday. But I think uh, the... Um, women's basketball team is up for this game. They they found something, and what they found is defense. And you keep playing defense like that, you can beat a lot of people. We'll find out tomorrow. Enjoy the weekend, Rudy. Yeah. Thanks. All right. So he's saying the rest of the season. The, the other Gene said uh, a full year, calendar year. Um, more than one, certainly. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> what did Jim Harbaugh say? Multiple. Yeah, multiple. <laughs> I mean, it, I. I 
I feel bad, and JJ, your term is sins of the past. And it, it, is it unfair to this young man that he should suffer for sins of the past? Kind of. Well, for, but uh, he created the situation. Yeah, not, I, I don't think for a calendar year. Yeah. But still, when you sock someone like that on the floor, regardless of what happened, that's a multiple game suspension. And, and even if you guys weren't there, you're at New Mexico, you know what happened. You, you know that there's going to be thinner ice than you might be skating on somewhere else, right? You had nothing to do with what happened last year. I'm not holding anybody responsible for last year. But what, what are people talking about New Mexico State? It's the third story on ESPN's headlines right now. When I see that, I, I really do wonder if the kid's going to get arrested. I mean, I mean that's, that's a really, 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 really fair ask. That's assault, is it not? That I mean, would I don't be know. Rudy's a lawyer, not me. A first. It's not would. the first punch we've seen on a basketball court in the recent. Dude, that was such a sucker punch. Dude's going down the floor and he, and he catches They're a fist. They're always a sucker punch. Nine out of ten times, it's yeah. a sucker punch. It's just like you're a big man, dude. You want to fight? Let's fight. Let's square up and let's fight. No, honestly, and, that, and, and we don't need that. I'm not, I'm not encouraging that. But 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 I, right, hell, I sure the hell rather see that than a, a dude sucker yeah. punch a guy running down the floor <laughs> playing basketball. Wouldn't you? This guy's got a chance to defend himself. Mm-hmm. You want to fight? Let's fight. As a, no, like, I'm, I'm not encouraging fighting on the basketball floor. But at least the guy's got a chance to defend himself. We'll give away the last set of uh, tickets. We got two more to go see Bert Kreischer. This is a uh, funny dude. Tops off world tour. It's going to be Sunday. You got Sunday night free, 7 o'clock. Rio Rancho Event Center. You want to go out? We got two more tickets, and they can be yours. So call her 505-246-0610. Area code 505-246-0610. Call now. Caller 4 gets those tickets, courtesy of your good friend D.C. at 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I wasn't, like, in a company. And I don't know, like, how marketing sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah. And- like Jay-Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah, yeah. To that. Remind me not to quote any hip-hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. When you first said it, I'm like, yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. Drive, Jefferson Vienna, J.J. Buck. 505-246-0610 as we get you ready for the weekend. 888-922-0610. Um, is that Gene? Or, oh, no, you're answering that now. Wait, okay. That's an old one that I've got up there. Um Here's what you got to know as you go through your day today, and this is what people are going to be talking about. They'll be talking. Jeff's an a hole. That uh, I'm an a hole, a hundred percent, and I'm down on that. Um, I'm stupid. I'm. What else was I? Um, uh, here, I mean, I'll, I'll get this. Down. This. You know what, Jeff? What? That is a classic. Move on. Little, move on. Little, little rocks getting watered. <clears throat> yeah, big deal. No, that's right. Uh, uh, um, what does my brother say? Re- uh, responding to the trickle of one. Right, it's where he's the one, dude. Why do you even water the rocks? Right, nothing's going to grow. Question. You give so it's much, so question. much time to to the negative, and, and why water the rock? Nothing grows. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Uh, idiotic, um, stupid, a holeedly. No, he's looking for those yeah. you know, words to describe yourself on a resume. Yeah, no, so I, got go. no I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I got him now. I got him now. All right, Teddy Bridgewater. Did he retire? He's a coach of his uh, high school alma mater now, Teddy Bridgewater. 
He retired just the other day, and now he's he's got a new job. Got a two glove Teddy. That's right. Came close. He was backup for the Lions this yeah, year. He came really close. All right. Um, what are people going to be talking about? New Mexico State was a winner last night. Aggies beat Liberty seventy nine seventy three, and Richie McKay, the former Aggie, uh, former Lobo coach, was co- coaching down there for uh, for Liberty. Uh, but that's not the story. The story is Robert Carpenter, their forward, punched Shiloh Robinson from Liberty in the face. And uh, that the, the video is everywhere. And uh, he's out for next the next game. But how much longer should he be out? And I guess we'll, we'll hear some of that. Um, coaching news, Jim Harbaugh yesterday met the media for the first time, said they're going to win multiple championships. Not two, not three. And ask the question today, where, where do we land on this? Was he more legit because he has been to a Super Bowl and won a national championship in college more so than LeBron when, when he had done nothing when he said that. I know LeBron hadn't done anything, but when you're the best player in the game, which LeBron was at he that was. point, you, you can still say that. All right. Thanks to Nike McClure and to Kenny Thomas. Both were in here today. Jim Rome <laughs> Show is next. The Herd with Colin Cowards after that. Two men on here at 4 o'clock. We're back Monday morning at 7 a.m. with award-winning radio. D.C., great week. Great week. Adrian, terrific week. And it was a challenge this week. We've been all over the place. Uh, and you had a lot of remote and different stuff. Big weekend for you? Huge weekend. All right. JJ's on tomorrow, 1.30 pregame, 2 o'clock tip right here on the Sports Animal. Have a great safe weekend, boys and girls. Be good to each other. Please be kind, loving, caring, and sharing. And we will smell you on Monday. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's What Women Binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. That's why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the next thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What Women Binge, wherever you listen.